Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 7th of November, RBA Day and of course Melbourne Cup Day as well. As a result, uh, Victoria is closed for a holiday today and the market's pretty quiet in the absence of our southern friends. As usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it's general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, we're just coming up to 11.30. Nothing very exciting in the market today. We are down around 10 points, 69.87.5.14% higher. Uh, We did open at uh, 69.97. We had a high of 7,001 and a low of 69.73. So we are off our low for the day. A little bit of support creeping in in places. But uh, it is a very quietish day. Of course, caution ahead of the RBA, which looks as if the consensus now has veered towards a rise in interest rates uh, by 25 basis points. As far as some of the winners go today, not a lot of action, to be honest. Uh, We have got Helios doing quite well. They're up 5.4%. Syrah also having a good day, up 3.6%. CIA in the iron ore space, Champion. The Wonder Horse up 3.1%. A wee bit Nano up 2.8% as well. And we have got Sims doing okay, up nearly 3% on the back of a change of director's interest. As far as the losers go today so far, mainly confined to gold stocks. Uh, We've got Bellevue Gold down 4.4%. Coal as well a bit on the nose. Whitehaven down 3.1%. And uh, lithium remains under pressure as well in terms of just slip sliding away. All right, as I say, uh, not a lot happening today. We have got the banks easier. Westpac giving back those gains of yesterday. Running through the analyst comments today, uh, we've got the Jefferies uh, analyst, Matthew Wilson. Uh, current challenges reflect a long period of weak decisions. Uh, target price remains $17.50 maintains an underperform. Goldman Sachs analyst has raised his target to $22.70 from $22.61, maintains a neutral. Uh, the Baron Joey analyst John Mott, who is probably the guru currently in the banking sector, target raised to 22 bucks from $21, maintains a neutral there. CLSA Ed Henning uh, raises his target too, to $22.70 from $22.40, maintains outperform. And the Jardin analyst Carlos Cacho has upgraded and raised his target, uh, upgraded to a neutral from underweight, 21.60 from 21.40. So nothing very exciting there on Westpac. A little bit ho-hum following those results yesterday. So the banking sector taking it a little bit badly today. Westpac, as I say, down 2.5%. ANZ down 1.1%. And Macquarie uh, down around a percent. We're also seeing some selling in the insurers, QBE and Suncorp, also easier. REITs too slip sliding, uh, nothing very dramatic. Goodman Group uh, a little bit higher, 0.14%. I did see some research this morning out from uh, one of the brokers on Goodman Group. Macquarie has an outperform, $23.52 is the 12-month price target. 
They maintained guidance yesterday uh, with uh, OEPS, operating earnings per share guidance of up 9% year on year. And uh, that was enough to uh, keep Macquarie on side. Uh, fundamentals underpinning uh, like-for-like NPI improves 20 basis points quarter on quarter. As far as uh, the healthcare sector goes, we're still seeing that rally in CSL continuing, which is good news, 0.97% higher. ResMed not doing much. Uh, Cochlear, 1.3% higher. And industrials generally, uh, one that I'm having a little look at at the moment uh, in the tech space, which has been whacked and looks a little bit overdone. I know they got sold off considerably on the back of a pretty underwhelming update, but they do have their AGM coming up, and maybe we'll get some uh, optimism back in the share price. But Wise Tech, up 1.3% today, certainly could look a little bit interesting. Starting to uh, appeal a little bit from a technical perspective, uh, just trending upwards, back up to $61.38. It did get down to a low of uh, $58, so it has moved higher, but it has fallen back from around 85 bucks. so uh, there is potential there for the stock. But as I say, we do get the annual general meeting. Uh, that will be out uh, later this month, the 24th of November. So that is a virtual meeting, no tea and biscuits there, I'm afraid. But certainly uh, interesting, we could see a positive update there for WiseTech, so certainly one that I'm uh, looking at. Uh, obviously, too big for the small cap portfolio, but uh, may well suit the ideas portfolio. Also, out today, we have had some updates from Origin, and uh, things could get uh, interesting. Nothing particularly from the company itself, although we have seen one of the proxy advisors to institutions, ISS, uh, is recommending that uh, people take. The offer, of course, uh, there are uh, plenty of uh, things happening in the background of this one today. Uh, we've also heard that the in the Australian today that the consortium uh, is the process of launching a hostile takeover bid for Origin Energy, which would be lower, of course, than the nine dollars fifty-three that it has offered as part of a scheme of arrangement, which looks likely, or certainly more than likely, to be blocked by Australian Super, which has around 15% of the company, probably enough to block the deal. But certainly, uh, most tend to agree that the price is fair and reasonable. And to be honest, the board and the company and their advisors have done pretty well to ring out a $0.69 increase in that cash consideration to $9.53, given that they are not competing with anybody else for Origin Energy. Of course, Australian Super still questioning the valuation, still suggesting that it is north of 12 bucks. But given the uh, price at the moment, $8.68, the market would appear that they are not taking Australian Super uh, on their word at all there and the stock languishing, although it has bounced off that $8.40 level. So that's some news out today as well. That ISS, the proxy advisors, are uh, suggesting that uh, the institutional shareholders should take the offer. So that is um, that is what's happening in Origin at the moment. We've also seen uh, Helios uh, doing quite well today. Uh, they have had a good run. As far as the newsletter goes today, nothing has changed in the strategy. Still the same positions 
uh, that we had yesterday. Obviously, the US market taking a little bit of a break last night. We do have a number of Fed heads out and about this week uh, trying to jostle for media prominence. Of course, the Fed does have a two-week embargo prior to an FOMC meeting on what they can and cannot say. So as soon as the FOMC is out of the way, which of course it was last week, triggered that big rally in the markets, then they can be out and about and talking their own book, talking their own opinions, etc., which does tend to give the market a little bit of volatility, to say the least. So we're expecting a little bit more volatility. It was a particularly good week last week, and as a result... Uh, it's inevitable that we see a little bit of backing and filling perhaps. But uh, as I say, no change to the positions today. Not much happening in our individual stock positions. GPT off a little bit. Uh, Domain also not doing an awful lot uh, at the moment. Uh, that's um, that's down uh, just uh, slightly one cent. So nothing very exciting. CBA off uh, around 0.8 of a percent. Qantas also uh just slightly higher, one cent higher, and Telstra also uh, just um, pretty much unchanged as well, uh, down half a cent. So nothing very exciting, I'm afraid. In the newsletter as well today, just talking about the bank results and the mortgage cliff, uh, which doesn't seem to be eventuating. It's more a, um, a causeway than a cliff. And of course, the big trigger for mortgage delinquencies and stress, which we didn't see yesterday in the Westpac results, is uh, jobs numbers back in 92 when Westpac had to be bailed out effectively, rescued by, of all the people, AMP and Kerry Packer, $2.50 capital raise. I remember it very well back in 92. Unemployment was uh, 10% plus. Here we have unemployment about 37 3.8%. So an awful long way to go before there is much stress out there. And as we know, homeowners in Australia will do pretty much Anything they can to keep their feet on the ladder. Once you've fallen off the rung, it is very hard to get back on that rung. So unlike the US and certainly in the UK during the GFC, when homeowners who had leveraged too high and were in serious trouble with, of course, all those uh, multiple properties perhaps on their books, they just walked away, chucked the keys at the banks and said sayonara. Uh, That does not happen in Australia. And as we've seen with the banks, the big four are going to collectively make, give or take, around $33 billion in profits. And certainly the numbers from Westpac yesterday suggest that there is no massive amount of stress yet in the industry. Not yet, anyway, that the uh, stuffed logs, although provisioning is taking place, uh, those provisions, of course, if it doesn't eventuate, they are provisions and uh, they will be brought back in coming years, which does tend to smooth out the volatility a little bit for the banks. Not that there is a huge amount of volatility. Uh, Most of the time, they make around $30 billion in profits between the big four, and uh, the reason that they do, they talk about competition, but to be honest, you know, they have got the market pretty much sewn up uh, within uh, those big four banks, and although there is some competition, some pressure on margins, it does seem at the moment that mortgage stress is not out there. So a little bit of a trip down memory lane as well in the uh, strategy piece I wrote today with uh, the Packers plunge moves Westpac uh, when uh, Kerry Packer uh, made a raid on the Westpac share register and bought around 8%. So um, have a little look at the newsletter. Also in the newsletter today, every year Macquarie Uh, Their quant department, their quantitative analysis department, does uh, a quant 
kind of take on the Melbourne Cup. And uh, they have been pretty woeful, I must admit, recently in terms of their picks. So this year they have enlisted our old friend AI, Artificial Intelligence. And as a result, they have another bunch of picks today. Uh, number one pick is Gold Trip. Number two, Without a Fight. Uh, number three, the uh, Queen Sweet Junior. Uh, number four, Vow and Declare. Number five, Absurd. And number six, more felons. Using their traditional model today, uh, they've got Without a Fight at number one, Future History number two, Valban at number three, Gold Trip number four, Absurd number five, a military mission at number six. So if you uh, want to have a look at what Macquarie is picking for those horses in the Melbourne Cup day, the race that stops the nation, remember to bet with your head, not over it, as they say. And the chances are, like me, you are just going to do your dough. Looking at the small caps today, uh, just uh, talking about um, a couple of the uranium stocks, which got a very bad beating down yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure what the news was, but it certainly got smacked down. Deep Yellow is one that I'm keeping an eye on, but they are coming back, which is good. Prefer to buy them around a dollar than a dollar twenty. Currently, a dollar eighteen and a half. The other one that was of interest to me uh, with Namibia uh, very much in their uh, arsenal. Namibia seems to be the place to be. Both of these have a diversified project list, Namibia and Western Australia and Northern Territory to some extent. Elevate Uranium, EL8, is a good one as well to have a look at. Uh, A shallow uranium deposit in Namibia, which is good news. So that's got potential there as well. But just waiting to see how this uranium uh, sort of fallout, sorry, that was a pun, uh, how that's, this uranium fallout uh, will affect uh, the market, uh, but it's certainly dribbling down, uh, that's for sure. So um, nothing very exciting to report in the uranium side of things. And that, as they say, is about it as far as um, my stuff goes today. And as I say, no change in our strategy, uh, no change at all. So um, there we go. Well, that's it. Have a great day. Uh, We'll be back again this afternoon. By then, we will know our fate, not only in the RBA. I'm still uh, hoping, I guess, that I'm in the minority here, that the RBA does pause. And uh, Terry McCran from The Australian, who is known as the RBA Whisperer, is bang on the money again. But the odds do seem to be favouring a rate rise. And as far as the Melbourne Cup goes, well, you have the tips and my daughter's boyfriend has given me his tips. Gold Trip, Valban and Sulcum are his three. So that's it. Have a great day. We'll be back again this afternoon.